A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to your podcast, ho. Hi, Wooly. Hello, friend. How are you? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> like what? Do, what do you say to that when you're exhausted and, and you just really didn't get to do everything you wanted to do today? What do you say? <laughs> so the the funniest question of today was, "Are you gonna get a t- Are you gonna get to take a nap?" <laughs> And it's like, no, do you know what time it is? <laughs> Bitch, you broke my heart when you told me it was now five o'clock. I'm like, girl, it's six o'clock. We have we have to exercise at seven. I'm oh. still at work. No, I, I don't, I'm not gonna have the time to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, nap. This, this shit, I just really I feel like my life is out of control if I don't have a nap before I have to do important things. It's a mess. So I was on Zooms all fucking day, handling important business, I guess, but. <laughs> you guess. It's hard to be on a Zoom and you have to pay attention. It's so, <laughs> right? Cause I was like, well, bitch, you know, you have the answers, this is your business. So you have to stay in touch with whatever's going on and not scroll your phone answer the questions like we had zooms about legal stuff business stuff all my to-dos my kelsey call it was a lot it was a lot and i'm still how am i i am also very tired um are you doing ramadan i am not don't you usually do that it's been a very long time okay Every time that I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I should jump back in this in solidarity with my family. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to. I honestly have a lot of, um, like, I kind of stopped. I slowly stopped doing it because I was having, like, I was feeling conflicted with the religion. Mm. And my way of life um and so I just I, I couldn't see them lining up it, it does not line up for me at this time so I'm not participating in Ramadan my nieces actually just called me and were like oh Wumi, are you doing Ramadan no baby I'm not thank you mm-hmm. so much 
I don't, I don't have it. It was always very difficult, very It sounds difficult. difficult. It sounds very difficult. And I'm already like not really a nice person. And during that time, it's even worse. Um, I was just very angry. <laughs> what's, what's the hardest part about it? Because I know there are a lot of things that you cannot do. Right. So that's, that's, that's what it is for me. So the way that I live my life is, you know, like alcohol and um, parties and, you know, like, you know, uh, sex and um, cursing and being a smart ass. And you, you really have to shut all of that down. So as a, as a, as an unmarried woman, I cannot have, I'm not supposed to have like um, unnecessary conversations with men. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that part. Okay. You talking Ramadan? Yeah. Mm. Um, definitely. Can. So even conversations, right? Um, so definitely no, no, like one-on-one interactions, no type of sexual interactions. I am supposed to dress mod- modestly during that time. Um, no, no partying, no drinking. You can't eat or drink water or nothing. You cannot do... <laughs> You can't, yeah, you can't eat or drink anything during the day. And with the days being longer now, it's like 5.30 a.m. Like, let's say about 5 a.m. until about 8 p.m. You're supposed to be kind with your words. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot that was not that is not my everyday. So it was just a very big shift from my everyday life for those um, 30, about 30 days. Then plus you aren't supposed to fast when you're on your cycle, but you have to make those days up. So it's like, I've been- How would you do that? So at the end of the month, so when everyone else is done- Oh, you keep adding days? Yes. Oh no. (laughs) yes um so yeah it was just it it just felt for me it felt more like um punishment it felt like it felt it felt like I was I was on punishment and I didn't I don't like it I didn't I didn't feel the 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 peace that I was supposed to get like I didn't feel closer to God because of it I did enjoy like the the family time where we're we're praying together and we're eating we're breaking fast together and that was nice but also we can do that at other times (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, that's just that's just how I feel about it. That's that's my perspective on it. Yeah, there we are. Can I get some applause for not talking about my feelings on Ramadan? No. Okay. Entrepreneurship. 
What's up? Um, I'm catching up on orders because I've been moving. Um, and I'm, I finally got my beads all in the same space because I'm like, I was uh, moving things halfway. <sighs> confusion, just confusion, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot less confused now. So yeah, I'm, I'm catching up on orders so that people can get their things. Like I made a, I made a, a delivery myself today. Oh, how kind. Yes, because this nice lady was leaving out of town and she wanted her beads. She wanted some waist beads before she left. And I wanted to make sure she had them. That's mm -hmm. what she paid for and made it happen. So I'm happy for that. She was very happy about it too. Mm -hmm. That's really sweet, Mommy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So that's where I am now. I'm trying to get my, um, I'm working on inventory for LA. I got to figure out what all I want to take, make and take to have out there. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the registrations really help us with gauging that kind of thing. Okay. Um, because I'm trying to figure out how much it takes to. Yeah, well, are you restocking the den salon too when you go out there or is it just going to be for the event? Right now it's being processed as two separate things, but whatever doesn't sell in LA, I am going to give it to the den salon though. Okay. Just like last time. Yeah, you were very much like, I'm not taking this back with me. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I really don't like things that are inconvenient. I cannot do them. I cannot do them. And you shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. Right, like I've been alive 41 years. Come on. I'm here on. <laughs> I just, I spent so much time like trying to, trying to get to stuff and have certain things get a certain level of life. I'm chilling now. I'm, I'm, not, look, I'm not working towards none of that shit. I'm not doing it if I don't want to do it. And so that's why when it came out to think about like, should we bring Patrice or not? Mm -hmm. I was, was just like, nope, bring her. I was like, what the fuck would I do if she wasn't there? Why is this even a thought? And I was like, mm -hmm. you know what we gotta do? We gotta do a pop-up. She's coming with me. <laughs> Some people have the brain for that kind of thing. They're really into it. I don't at all. So well, speaking of, we're gonna be in Los Angeles, April 30th, um, Saturday, April 30th at the Den Salon. With... <laughs> I like the airlines. <laughs> you did that, you did that to me because I never cared about them before. Yeah, I love a fucking air horn. I have got to get one, like for mm -mm, the pocket. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> nope, you don't. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so we'll be there with friends, uh, Angela Prisca and uh, and Seekin of Adia Ayo will be Good vending. Job. Good job. Because, you know, I always want to say Adiaha. I always want to say that every time. Uh -huh. So 
So uh, they will be vending with us and we will be in LA for a couple of days. Um, tickets are available on Eventbrite. However, Patrice just showed me a smarter way I could have done this on Shopify, making it available as an item you could purchase. And then it would already be tied to the website. Well, can you do that too? I'm, I'm going to do it tonight. Nope. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I right. have to set realistic expectations on myself. Look at you. You're going to tell your therapist this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much. I realize just how often I do that shit. It's irritating. It's an, because it's like, I don't, I can't tell this lady that it's not going to happen. I don't want to like dash her dreams, but also it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to podcast and go to bed. Please. That, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. Yes. I'm looking at my bed right now. I'm looking at the blankets like, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. you wait. I'm coming for that ass. <sighs> <laughs> oh my God. But that's real talk why I threw all that shit off the bed before we started. Like, I don't want to have to deal with this. Oh, oh. my God. I would have to deal with it at nine o'clock. Oh, yeah, him too. I didn't want to inconvenience him either, I guess. Yep. But, so convincing. We believe you on that. But y'all, we are living our best lives by doing the good sick workouts hardcore. We are working out Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. with the Hell Twins. And and um, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. for an hour with Queen Exercise Hill. One full hour. And this bitch is like ready to teach again. So she's just excited. She's coming up with fucking exercises I've never heard of in my life. She's, she's, making, up, she's making up three or four exercises and making it one. In one. In one. Fucking hell. Who just find the nearest hell yeah, and she leave? Saw, she saw me say what the fuck at the end. She was like, I love you too. <laughs> no, she's she very lucky that she has us on mute. She's very lucky she has us on mute. Because tonight I cursed her ass out. Yeah. And then she I, had to call my name as I looked like some whatever nonsense she said, but don't play, leave me out of it. And we are going to look incredible when this is done. But also, I'm this whole way. I'm definitely bitching the whole way. The and whole way. Give y'all all the pictures. Don't let me go on motherfucking vacation, bitch, because y'all gonna get all of vacation with me. All of it. Yeah. My goal is to have to return all the plus size fashion over that I ordered for my Mexico trip in May. Oh, yes. Come on. That's my goal. And so we'll see how it goes. I'm going to really, the hardest part of it, honestly, is core work, all that jumping around on the ground and stuff. Um, that and the lack of wine is what's going to be difficult for me because I love wine. But um, realistically, I just, 
I can't drink it as much as I have been if I really want this goal, unless I get plastic surgery, which I'm open to. You know, it's so funny how we were talking about that last night. Mm -hmm. Patrice asked me about it today. We were just casually talking. And she's like, what are your thoughts on that? And I was like, bitch, put me on the table. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about whether or not I got plastic surgery. Like when, I mean, you know, you can have opinions and stuff about people on TV, but when you start to have a certain amount of, when you, when you have proximity, I should say, proximity to wealth. Come on. Ainable some of these things are and how much easier some things are. It doesn't require all that struggle. I was a bitch. I would love to get a head start. Give me a fucking jump start. Knock this shit out. And I'll still go to spin class and TGT and all that stuff. I'll still do it. But if I have an opportunity, I'm jumping on the table. Like, I don't want like a whole BBL and no shade to anybody that, that has one or anything, but I just want to get my stomach together. I'm not bothering nobody. And what were your thoughts? So I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but I want to try to get my shit together, like on my own. <laughs> uh -huh. Also, also, but only mainly, mainly because I don't feel like I can do, are you going, am I going to get surgery on my arms too? You taking this belly? Are you taking these arms? Are you taking some fat out of this back? Like how, how is it all working? Is, is this one big ass surgery? Am I there for like three days? Like, what the fuck? What's going on? You have to go to fuck to bed. <laughs> if you can make everything look like, you know, it's supposed to look, make everything match. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that I don't need anything else behind me. I'm very fine back there. Mm -hmm. Take this goddamn belly. Maybe add to my boobs because, you know, I'd like to have a good chunk there. Uh -huh. but these arms these arms gotta match <laughs> do they seriously, not, they seriously I, not i've never it, noticed your arms well you know you know how sherelle always says that she likes my legs and she like she loves your arms uh-huh i don't have your arms okay yeah. okay so i don't i don't like dislike my arms or anything i'm just uh -huh. saying like if we getting Snatch, snatch them too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I remember every time I would get serious about exercise, the first place I would see it is my stomach. Really? And it's taken so long now. Oh my God, yeah. My stomach used to love me. Mm -hmm. love me. And um, now it's moving slower. And I think it's because of the wine and the age. Like it's just not. It's not gonna work. Well, for so, me, it's silly age. That's what I've told myself anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we'll just see how it goes. And you know, I lose from my breasts first because I never really had them. So, <laughs> so it's like that decided to sit in there. But I lose weight; they just go away. Like you know what? That's fine. I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's my breast and my neck when my mother tells me that she can see my neck again i'm like oh i'm in business yep mm -hmm. let me That's keep doing your mother will fucking tell you too whether i ask her or not <laughs>
and I know. <laughs> One of my mother's friends came up to me at Teeny's birthday. Oh God! And she said, "Oh, did your mom tell you I got some size eighteen pants for you?" <laughs> I have. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this conversation. <laughs> now, I understand when I was a little kid, she used to buy me clothes, but I think she just hit me with some of my shit's too big. I think I should give it to you. Okay. What do you do? You just, you say, okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm going to see y'all niggas in 90 days. 90 days. Jesus, what? Okay, yeah. This is okay. Yeah. What do you mean? Why would why do these people feel like they could talk to us in these ways? I don't know. I mean, I think it's just always been okay culturally to comment on women's bodies and appearance. I think that's just what it is, a normal thing. I don't I don't fucking get it. So um look, I'm trying to sit here and speed through entrepreneurship because I want to talk about something else <laughs> so bad so um all right so entrepreneurship so yeah we're going to Philly I know we're going to LA like Philly okay going, it's an easy sentence I say often I guess but um we're going to Los Angeles we um are mm-mm it's just Los Angeles. I am going to be on DoorDash soon. Hopefully by the end of this week. Come on. That's a fun, a fun thing that's happening. Um, <laughs> I, so yeah, so with DoorDash, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> um, I have a, a setup for how it's going to go. It'll be um, packages that are that come in uh, black glossy boxes, similar to like Tiffany, Tiffany blue box with the ribbon and stuff. So you'll have that and inside it'll be scented crinkle paper and nice inserts and free samples like deluxe size samples. <clears throat> but it'll be disguised in a big grocery brown paper bag. Like we'll just staple it and have the invoice on it. So if it's left on somebody's porch, you know, they wouldn't know that it's as nice as it is. Um, but I'm really excited about uh, dropping that. So the radius, the way that it works is it has to be, uh, an order has to be within 10 miles of the location of the storefront. So um, for the people that are outside of that, I'm just gonna share like some hacks and stuff in my newsletter. Like you can have the DoorDasher meet you at a mall or something nearby, like as close as you can be. Um, it doesn't have to be directly at your house if you want it. And then the driver will be um, exclusive products and stuff like that. New scents. Like if I wake up and create something new, you want to try it out, it'll be available on the DoorDash where you get it the same day. And so then the plan from there is to expand it to LA um, because that wholesale is, is getting larger by the month. So we can send a shit ton of butter over there um, in the ice packing and then they can you know, package up the orders and stuff, but they can DoorDash it as a franchise um, on the West Coast. And let's see, there's one other entrepreneur thing. Construction is going well. It's it's uh, going to be done 
in under four weeks. So I'm really excited about that. There are like some things that are coming up and stuff, which is why I won't really like commit to a grand opening date, but they dug the holes and stuff for the, the drain pipe or something for the shower. Um, they drilled all of that today. Um, they started taking the ceiling down and uh, the next thing they'll do is buff the floors. So that's not really a challenge, but it is a success because it's it's going. So anyway, can we talk about Gerard Carmichael? That was a beautiful... Segway? No, I'm, oh. I was talking about his special. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a beautiful segue, my nigga. You, you didn't segue anything. <laughs> Like, okay. Beautiful segue. Are you kidding? Okay. Um, no, his his he was so vulnerable. Yeah. And it was very clear that he was working through it as he was talking. And I was just thinking about how I don't know, is brave the word? <clears throat> He had to be to be in front of an audience of people. I'm sure he didn't know. He didn't know everybody in, in that audience. Um, and to talk about some very personal things and still made it funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was masterfully done because that could have gone any kind of way. Like he really showed himself to be great at just on the spot comedy. He did. The way he told that story, I love the way that he told the story of his whole family because it does leave you thinking, now all of y'all can do all of this, but you can't love him. Listen. You know, I just, that bothered me because it, it was a lot to think about, but you know, like one of the rubs for me with organized religion is, especially in black culture, is that we pick and choose what the sins are. She, his mom could, um, I mean, this is not directed at his mom in terms of shade, but just really his mom could accept adultery, which is also a sin get up and make his father breakfast the next morning. And you see, that was something that stuck that was with me. Shocking, that was shocking to me. For her to call her sons and then and say, I'm okay. Yep. Are you? Yep. For her to forgive the father, make him breakfast the next day, but, but say, I don't wanna disappoint Jesus by talking to him because he's gay. That's gotta be hard, oh, man. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't understand if she like stopped talking to him, or if she just won't talk to him about him being gay. I heard it like, no, yeah, definitely not talking to him because he said she can go cold, just like him. Yeah and just act like you don't exist. And the other reason I know that that's why I feel that that's what he meant is because he said, oh my God, remember he just kept like moving to the side and grabbing his face. He was like, I'm struggling not to feel like an orphan. Oh. 
Oh my God, bitch, I was losing it. Losing it. That poor man. Yeah. You know, it's it just, it baffles me how we can really concern ourselves so much with who people choose to love. As if people do it on purpose just to be ostracized. Like, I don't, I, that's something that will always confuse me for the life of me. Um, because it's too easy to mind your business if you don't have to be in that person's bedroom. It's too easy. So easy. So easy. <laughs> so easy. It's not your business. Yeah, it's, it's harder to ignore the father's sins because that nigga was in the street with everybody. There are his his indiscretions are walking around. <laughs> Walk? Oh, Yo, the fact that his his grandfather had 23 outside kids. 23? Well, me. Young. Do you what? know how familiar a lot of that shit was? Remember I had a relative that died with um, 31 kids but only claimed 27 a few years ago? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he was married, so. <laughs> of course he was. Of course he was married. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that was like, um, it was triggering. Like, I didn't freak out for that. I was really more focused on him. But that stuff he was talking about, like, you know, having everyone know, like, you're the household where the dad has the outside kids. Everybody knows. And you had to watch your mom forgive him. I was like, <sighs> Ugh. that's that's tough that's, that's tough. heavy that's heavy yeah. mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm glad that he kind of just unearthed some things that we don't talk about like we should as families but all in all i just i couldn't wait to talk to y'all about it because i was just so proud of him i had not seen nothing like that before like the level of courage it took to say, I'm gonna just do this shit on HBO. I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna just look at everybody. <laughs> like here we are. What what are what are, what are we gonna do? What are you gonna do now? I said Remember, now what? I feel like you tricked me. I, I got tricked into having a gay best friend. Young. And I was Nick like, wait, first. how does this end? What <laughs> what what is the rest of this? Because my nigga, what? <laughs> he said $85,000. That's crazy, man. But I also love that he said his biggest support was his Black woman friends. Yep. I, I love that's, that. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And it was very funny to me that he said that his black women friends were also very disappointed that he had a white boyfriend. Yes, he said they're very disappointed. They are racist. <laughs> that was so funny and true. And then the, you heard that lady in the audience that said, "What did she do? What did she say? Like, oh no, or what she said, wow." And the wow said everything. Yep. <laughs> The wow said everything. <laughs> oh, shit. This is not even on the rundown. I'm sorry. You're supposed to be talking about you just, you just wanted to talk about it. I, I, it, was, it was a struggle not to talk to you about this all day. Um, 
it was it was a great special. It was a really great special. I, I hope that he wins some type of award for it. I'm not saying that he had to. He has to win an award for being open with us. But I'm just saying, I enjoyed it greatly. For sake of just speculating, mm-hmm. do you think that this will have any adverse impact on his career and opportunities or relationships? Career, opportunities, relationships? Like, are these three separate questions or? Yeah, like, do you think it'll have any adverse impact on any of those things? Like, I know there's like a good old boy network of, excuse me, black male comedians. Um, I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you gotta think, think about it. He's gained a whole new audience now. Exactly. So I don't think it'll, I think it will boost his career. I think a lot of white people, especially, will flock to him now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he is—he's likely going to lose some black male um, followers, or you know, like fans or whatever. Like he said, but when he said there were uh, there are a bunch of men who just turned us off told yeah. their girlfriends that we got to watch something else yes he said the yankee fit is in the room of probably like oh this is a gay show <laughs> <laughs> oh we had a gay show because <laughs> yeah. that's that's how they are yeah. um, so i'm sure that he's going to lose some of them but i think he's going to gain a lot more um i know i can't speak i don't know about relationships because another thing like as I was watching I was wondering like had has he really been closeted the whole time like he didn't tell us but you know we don't we don't need to know but was he living like was he enjoying his life with partners um before like being out um I don't know I don't know that it affects his relationships Mm-hmm. more and I don't I don't think that it's any different from you know him being a famous person with money navigating relationships oh I mean relationships like with like uh Steve Harvey Mike Epps like because Gerard Carmichael seems to be really up there in terms of comedy because this shit is so sophisticated very respected right mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Up there. <laughs> That's the best I had. So, um, but yeah, so I just wonder um, what what that might shift into now because it looks like a lot of people didn't know until fairly recently. Either way, like I wish him the best. I'm very, very proud of him because it takes a lot to live in your truth. And that fucking name bitch i get it <laughs> i get it <laughs> let's talk about will smith do i have any thoughts about it was that your question yeah um my answer is my thoughts are i'm tired of hearing and talking about it <laughs> 
way too many perspectives on that incident. Mm -hmm. I think especially as a person who has some self-awareness, when I look at that, like seeing that, I didn't see it as just a, a slap from one man to another. I felt like I, I thought about a whole bunch of different perspectives. I thought about it from Will's point of view. I thought about it from Chris's point of view. I thought about it from Jada's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I don't feel like I have anything of value to add to the conversation um that's rich that's rich people business you have you just shared the best take on this entire shit oh (laughs) not enough people are saying what you just said you know because everyone thinks that their opinion is the opinion period and i don't i don't feel that way this this is not my business it's not my business these people's money i don't live with any of these people none of this is my business it's not it's not i have been can i just say can i just say really quick Uh it is none of our business but he kind of made it our business doing that shit on national television for all of us to see that's an invitation into your world like we didn't know any of your feelings of how you felt about Chris and what was going on with Jay. We didn't like, we didn't know any of that, but now our eyes are wide open. Now you got to get to talking. What is the explanation? Explain yourself. You know what but, I don't want? I do not want a red table talk about it. That's what I don't. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Please. You niggas figure that shit out between y'all leave the rest of us out of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You like Serena, like you said, you invited us in with that public display of whatever the fuck that was. Just weird. weird. Say it again. He just made it weird. I don't I don't know what interactions y'all have had with each other or what conversations you have had with each other over the years. You should have left it between y'all. Yeah. You should have left it between y'all. Yeah. I'm just, do you remember what Dustin said like years ago on the friend zone to celebrities? Or was it, or was he guest star? I think he might've been guest starring on the read. He said, leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember he said that shit? He says, leave us the fuck alone. That's great. That is great advice. I wish they would listen. <laughs> I wish they would listen. Why I forget what celebrity he was talking to. It might have been like Kanye and Kim naming their kid or something. But no. I just, re- I, I think about that every time because Will and Jada, like, it's just, I loved when they were just exclusive and they wouldn't talk to us or tell us anything. They just enjoyed their lives. And now it's just like, okay, more, more about y'all. Social media ruined so many people. What'd you say? Social media has ruined so many people. Yeah, it, it has, it really has. It's taken away the mystique. That's why Beyonce don't talk to us. Is that why? 
Yeah, like we just, we don't deserve to know her business. She might be absolutely ridiculous at home. We I'm don't sure know. She is. I'm sure she is. Right? <laughs> um, Never know. All we know is beautiful, elegant, or ratchet pictures, depending on what mood she's in. No caption. That's it. That's it. I will say on this, on this thing, I, oh God, and I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate the people who are blaming Jada for what happened. Oh, you mean stupid black men? <laughs> you're talking to them. I got, I know who you're talking about. Okay. What a genre. Um, okay. But you, you need to know that it's not just black men. who have that wild ass take don't do but this to me no. i just i just i don't understand that particular point of view i especially especially when you say you know he's he's a grown man and you know he he did what he felt was right but she made him do it so which one is it is he in charge or is she controlling understand how people who don't know them personally can call jada toxic like people don't think about how much you're really projecting shit in your own life your own experiences onto these people that you don't know we don't know them we don't know them. My brother sat and told me at the top of his lungs for 15 minutes the other day that Will Smith is just mad because Jada wanted to marry Tupac. This was his way of showing that he's tough. I said, you've got to shut the fuck up. You've got to do it. We don't know them. That's another ridiculous take, mainly because... Will Smith was not in Jada's life when she was with, with Tupac. Oh. <laughs> or while Tupac was even alive. Yep. Yep. So what are y'all fucking talking about? <laughs> I really, I really try to find the logic in it. I really do. These <laughs> are so far from logic i told you we need to get some legislation passed for rigorous psychiatric evaluation before you can create a social media account you cannot have social media without a rigorous psychiatric evaluation there has to be something there has to be something. people get on and they say anything <laughs> any fucking thing anything and all i can do is just scroll past like, I, <laughs> I don't have the energy i don't have the energy my brother was like no let's really talk about this i said we really just we don't need to we don't need to talk about this we yeah. don't <laughs> but i hope you guys can all work out your own issues with your think pieces and things like that i hope you help one another I hope that the person that you're talking to reads it and understands your perspective. 
<laughs> because it's not it's it's not about Will and Jada and Chris. It's not. It's and about you, whoever else. Stupid. And they're likely yeah. not even seeing your perspective. They 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 aren't getting the point. This is you're still being passive aggressive. Just talk to the person you want to talk to. Write them a letter. Get it all out. They probably won't read. <laughs> I'm tired of it because I I'm tired of in general people expressing themselves. Like you can set your watch to people expressing themselves when something happens a specific way in their personal lives and then it's nothing but memes and pointed posts and this and this and this. I love when we just log off. <laughs> or when we like decline to post until we fully flesh things out and processed it. Because do people know that that's the easiest way to go? The easiest way is to just put the phone down, open up another app. What? Games are on your phone. Go look at that. Go to the Amazon app. Go look at mm. something that you might want to buy for yourself. Build a cart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are other websites that you can go visit. Um, Betterhelp.com. Go check your bank account. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go see what's happening there. Do you need to s- switch the money from one account to another? to make sure everything stays balanced, do that. Check the weather app. What are you going to wear to work tomorrow? I feel like that's a better way to spend your time. (laughs) (laughs) Build your grocery cart list. Yeah, you have to lose that impulse to just log on and express yourself because you care in the moment but we don't care. We don't even know what you're talking about. We just know you're mad at somebody. Also, are you going to care in 24 hours? Are you going to care about this bullshit you just posted? Is it going to matter to you? The answer is no. I'm, I'm positive the answer is no. Yep. It's always a hard no. It really, really is. Because, I mean, bitch, as mad as I've been getting about shit, I'm like, mm, the internet doesn't care about this. You're irritated about this. Yes. Why don't you go watch some YouTube videos? Let me tell you something. If Facebook memories don't tell me anything, if I didn't learn anything from fucking Facebook memories, I learned that nobody fucking cares. Woman, what the fuck were you talking about? Why did you feel like anybody cared about this shit? Why would you say this? And you said it to everybody on your friends list, like on purpose? You read this, you proofread it, and still hit fucking send like a dumbass. I've learned from that. Can y'all learn too? Please. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about Facebook memories. I just see that shit. And I'm like, girl... Like the only incredible shit that I did on Facebook was when I would take over your status. Everything else was a complete. How did I, know this? I knew that that's what you were going to come up, come up, come up with. Mm-hmm. That's what you're okay. You know what? Well, congratulations to you. 
<laughs> Everything <laughs> comes up. I'm like, delete, <laughs> hide all. I'm like, this, this motherfucker just, and also what was I doing with my phone? I was so trustworthy. Why does this lady always have access to my phone? And you always did like three or four posts in a row. And I said, if anybody, and you know what, honestly, looking back at it, it makes me upset with the people who believed that it was me writing those things. Do y'all even know me? <laughs> How would you believe that I would write some shit like this? I don't. <laughs> I saw some shit the other day where it just says thanking me for coming back to Facebook because I'm so clever. Your motherfucker's just liking it. What are you talking about? Why would you like this? What about this is when we said it? Nothing. Oh my God. Good times. I, I just saw the one where you said uh, girls don't wear sneakers or tennis shoes or whatever the fuck you wrote. And that was like, Ugh. and people believed it. People believed that I said it. What? <laughs> what? God damn it. I have always been a comedic genius, bitch. Okay. All right. Okay. Always. Are you finished? Okay. Bel Air. I haven't, so I didn't watch the episode, but I have seen enough to know, <laughs> to know who Will's dad is <laughs> and how, husband. <laughs> how ain't shit he is. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, me, you know, I, <laughs> I just I wanted more I think from from the finale from the big reveal about the daddy I felt cheated because of who it was or what what no what, what his story was like BFD like he was in prison you know what I mean they made it seem like this nigga was like a fucking serial rapist or something you know we can't let him find out about his dad. Oh, do you think it's time for him to know about his dad? He's going to find out one day. I was like, well, what the fuck happened? Like, did they set his father up? Like, what the fuck? But no, he was just in prison. That was the big reveal. Well, I mean, it, it's not just that he was in prison. Because look at what kind of person he was. Look, look at the things that he was saying about the woman that he procreated with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was awful. Yes. But I mean, in terms of drama, I wanted more. Did he kill somebody? Who did you he kill? Love for somebody to be dead. Can you, can you get over this? Can you fix this? Can you talk to the therapist about that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like that about myself, so it's not going on the agenda. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I told you what's on the agenda tomorrow is why do I refuse to close the book on certain relationships? Okay. So well, that's going to be, you know, you're going to have multiple sessions with this lady. So one day <laughs> your, your love of murder on TV shows has to be addressed. I love, I love drama. 
and I feel like you know you can connect emotionally with okay I'm sorry yep definitely Pageant. definitely going on the agenda definitely okay. going on the agenda. thank you keep talking so so you can understand it it needs to go on the fucking agenda <laughs> shut up <laughs> um but yeah I thought I thought maybe the finale I just wanted a little bit more I thought the season overall was great um I love how I've turned toward Carlson he is really my favorite now oh favorite okay yeah he is my favorite on the show visually my favorite is uh Hillary Coco. but of course yeah. but the fucking uh Carlson you want Coco some in love with the Coco yeah I should because I put her picture on the label last week you definitely did I saw that and I wanted to say that to you and of course I got caught up doing other things my memory is broken but mm-hmm. yeah I would love to send her some I'm gonna reach I'm in out love with the coco. I'm gonna reach out and just shoot my shot. Bitch, I shot my shot with Essence. Um and one, huh? Oh, I didn't get a response yet. Oh. <laughs> but I definitely I got access to a link for the uh beauty carnival and you know all that shit for, for July. And I beauty said carnival? Yeah, like that's a part of it where they have the thing with the beauty brands and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. They call it the Essence Beauty Carnival. And uh, I submitted myself as a presenter. No, I'm sorry, a workshop to do scent bars. Because I mean, all they can say is no. But I was like, well, why the fuck not? Like, why not? Like, why wouldn't I do it? The worst they can say is no. Yeah. But two taught me that. But also, she hated when I asked her stuff <laughs> like she she gave me a gem and also was like don't use it on me so <laughs> whatever that hey, hilarious bitch <laughs> see yep that's about right that's yep about right. <laughs> so um Next on the agenda is Lord Bridgerton. I I very much enjoyed this season. Yeah. I think I think what I really enjoyed was these beautiful ass Indian women. Yeah. I couldn't stop staring at both of them, especially older sister. Yeah. Yeah, she's absolutely gorgeous. They both are but that one, oh my God. Stunning. Like she would come on the screen and I'm just like, I, got, I just got to keep looking at you, girl. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Like just looking at her, different angles, different colors on, just enjoying her face. Gorgeous woman. Gorgeous fucking woman. A smart ass. Even though, why, why do these people insist on telling themselves stories? <laughs> what do you mean? Instead of like having a conversation with someone and just being honest about what is happening, you mm-hmm. you insist on telling yourself a story. He doesn't really like me. He just feels like this is the right thing to do. Who told you that? Yeah. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what life is like in that kind of society. 
everybody's ridiculous. Everybody's putting on airs. You don't know what is real. But I, I saw an article that a a British British Indian woman wrote. I want to say, um, but she talked about how great it felt to watch Bridgerton and be represented without being exotified. Mm. Um, she said that she loved how they kind of wove in so many Indian traditions and words um, and things like that, like how they called each other Didi and Vaughn. And what do those uh, words mean? Didi means means big sister and bond means something similar to like sweetie sweetheart like a term of effect of endearment so she loved that and uh the attire how they wove in some of the saris and stuff and i was like yeah you know what i get it because it's just it's just how excited we get when we see a beyonce video and shit with all the black lady stuff (laughs) yeah i i I, I noticed with the like the wedding ritual, mm-hmm. like what was it like the turmeric square yeah. or whatever they were putting on each other. I was like, this is so pretty. And then um, they were wearing like yellow, I think yellow. Anyway, yes, I I caught some things and um, I appreciated that. I think Bridgerton does a really good job of um, including people of different backgrounds without making it like oh yes I'm I'm doing this yep we're doing this we're so inclusive yeah they really do it's it is done so well it's so beautiful the music like the way they have the classical covers of like pop songs and like the makeup the costumes everything looks so good I know that there were some people that didn't enjoy this season but I'm glad I did. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was gonna really care about it either without like the black dude, but I, I got really I got pulled into the story by episode four. I knew I wasn't doing anything else with my day. <laughs> what I did appreciate is that they left it open for Mr. Black Man to come back. How did they do it? I didn't catch it. So they they didn't really talk about him. He just was not there so the wife was coming to different events but he wasn't available to attend but they didn't kill him off they didn't you know they didn't make her divorce him like they're still together so if ever he decides he wants to come back he can just jump back in I like that and he he never said why he wasn't coming back no he never addressed it okay I would love to know so many of us would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the leave- happened? What they that- say? What they do? What did they do? Bitch, did you watch Atlanta yet? I watched. Um, okay, no, I watched some of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll save that for next week because I got questions about that first episode or more? oh no I loved the first episode I watched that one like three or four times okay so that seems like that was a standalone episode and then we just jump in with our usual usual friends on episode you- two. <laughs> yes <laughs> I forgot how much I missed paperboy man I missed that dude 
I do like he him. He is himself in every room. <laughs> <laughs> he is his motherfucking self. But um, but yeah, so I, like I said, I have questions, so I'll wait until you see it. Okay. You going to bed? All right, night, night. So, um. I, you talking to a child? No. Night, night. Night, night. What? I'm, I'm being adorable. Oh, God, please. <laughs> I'm trolling you. I just talk like that. Um, I don't watch Power anymore. Oh, you gave it up. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'm, I keep trying with Tommy. I keep trying. Should I come back? Like, I stopped on episode no. five. I was like, I just, what's going on? I keep trying, but. I, I can't say, oh, yes, it's, it's it's really good now. No, no, just. <laughs> I want Tommy to win so bad. It's, it's just nostalgia at this point. Yeah, and Tommy, Tommy is still Tommy. It's just the rest of them around him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no compelling characters for me outside of Tommy and okay. you know it's just where's the story going I, I can't do it um I am watching something else though oh Abbott Abbott came back yes it did and it's still super good fantastic episode yeah we met I, Zach we did meet Zach <laughs> <laughs> Somebody loves Jacob, but the way Jacob fucking talks, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. I love that episode just because I love to hear Jacob's tangents. I love it. It just gets more and more ridiculous. Oh, and I really, really want some closure on what the deal is with Janine's mom because she's breaking my heart. Janine needs a mother so bad. So bad. What is she going to do? What is she going to do? Like, what can Barbara be to her? I don't know, but Barbara's not really willing. Barbara's like, I got my own daughter that I'm trying to deal with, okay? That I'm trying to deal with. (laughs) Because her daughter is a handful. And don't you love the Jim and Pam spin on him going out on a date with the daughter? Yes. She was not ready for that. Janine was not ready, honey. She wasn't. She wasn't. It was just like when Jim went out with the hot girl with the, that was selling the purses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even Pam felt some type of way, but then put motherfuckers in the office made it worse. Yes. Fucking she Kevin. You, you know. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, shut the fuck up. Kevin, you are the number one person that has got to shut up about this. <laughs> this can't be what you're talking about. Not me. Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is um, the rundown. Did you have anything else that you've been watching you want to talk about? Oh, uh, 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 white lady um, stealing people's money, lying. But there are those. That Welcome to Theranos. <laughs> that, those people are fucking insane. What? 
<laughs> oh my God. You see Yo, the links, the links that old man went to, Alan Schultz, I think, Alex Schultz, whatever his name was, the, the links he went to to believe that girl. His own grandson was like, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Something is not right over there. And he's like, nope, it's you. You're lying. Yep. You just graduated and you don't know what you're talking about. And you know, he really said that. I'm sure he did. That boy will never forget that his grandfather said that to him because every interview that he does, he talks about that one statement. <laughs> oh, so you, so you have gone all the way into it. Oh yeah. You know, I have to, it's my personality. I need to know everything about this. Everything. And um, I just, I love that it shows just how crazy they were with the email tracking and all that kind of stuff. It's wild. And I think like her verdict isn't out yet, right? She's still on, on trial. I think so. It's so fascinating how people can do stuff like this with a straight face. It's fascinating. Like she really decided to grab life by the balls to like the tune of $9 billion or some shit. That's was crazy. That yeah, hold on. I'm gonna Google just make sure I know what I'm talking about. Young, the fact that she got the uh, is it the owner of the New York Times? Oh, the, Rupert Murdoch. Yes, that yeah. she got him to be an investor and tried to get him to shut the story down. Hello. Yeah, like what, girl? Let me see. $11.5 million. How much money was invested? Okay. Oh, Jesus. Theranos was valued at nearly $9 billion. Wow. Holmes effectively became a billion, a multi-billionaire thanks to her 50% stake in the company. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I also love that she was so weird dancing around the house and stuff. And then told people that she didn't dance. <laughs> lady, what? That lady is wild. She is so wild. When is the next episode? Thursday? I don't know. Whenever I open the Hulu app and I see it there, I just watch it. Yeah, those episodes, like, it's the best. Whatever day it drops is the best day ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I just love watching that level of just brazen audacity audacity <laughs> it's good times because a piece of me is enjoying it because she's a woman i love that she's getting away with all this but then i also feel bad like well people were getting like false uh blood test results <laughs> so yeah but, so i think that's the real issue the real issue is that she involved real people you in the results Yep. So it wasn't just that people invested in her and she didn't have the real thing. It's that she was using it, this fake-ass fucking system and lying to people and had them, you know, thinking that they were sick when they weren't or thinking that they were okay when they weren't. That is craziness. <laughs> also put money in her pocket. Like, people are wild as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it really shows the beauty of, of whiteness in the sense that, you know, we would not have gotten more than maybe three or four steps with something like that. Oh, please. Not but even you, can just, 
Yeah, not even close. You're right. But it's like you can really just talk a good game and not have to show anybody much proof of anything beyond your conversation and make it that far. They didn't, there's no one saw that that machine worked at any point. No one. Nine billion dollars out of that situation. That's crazy. So crazy. So um, to conclude this Elizabeth Holmes appreciation episode, <laughs> I would like to thank you for taking the time to do this podcast tonight because bitch we are both so fucking tired and we did that shit we did yay to us yes oh, good night I'll see good you night at- see yeah. you at 5 a.m bitch thank you sarita bye sarita thank bye, you this is beads and butter be sure to like subscribe and rate us on apple Podcasts and spotify this episode has been produced and edited by vine me up productions Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.